It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast. She's also my partner in life. She's my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy. Well, thank you, Sean. And it is so great to be back. We're not quite at the kitchen table. I feel like we're more at a bar. Well, we're back at the Fox Bar. We're we're back at the Fox Bar because I just did a show with the one, the only, uh, Kennedy. And she does... Mocktails. <laughs> on hers. I, I'm now on my second mocktail. Um, mocktail. That's dangerous. That she does for her guests, and, and we just decided to just keep this thing going. So, by the way, Kennedy, welcome. Welcome Thank to the. Thank you. It's welcome great to be here at the kitchen table. table. At the kitchen Lovely. table bar. Yeah, that's right. That you created this bar. I mean, that's doesn't isn't that what everyone wants in it their is. kitchen? Like a giant island that's like on one side, you're you're cooking, you're chopping. On the other side, just everyone's drinking. at stools and drinking. Maybe they're drinking. Maybe they're having soup. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna, just as a side note, we did the um, the New Year's Eve special. Kennedy and I were doing it, and Kennedy was a bartender. And I was. I love that episode, by the way. Well, no, I'd done I'd done Kennedy's podcast before, where we had mocktails mm-hmm, in air did. quotes. So I thought this is going to be fun. We're going to have real <laughs> mocktails, and they were not. Not were on not, the New Year show. No. No, which is not as much fun as Kennedy's well, let's do podcast. A cheers. Cheers. Because this episode actually, and Sean, you can share cheers, mine because I kind of took everything out of that little shaker that she had. Um, but it's great to have the you. Fake, By the way, the, fake the episode that we to did bottom. together is mm-hmm. going to land on Friday. That's right, this Friday. Um, and, but we decided to hold, you know. Kennedy over and have her on our podcast. I love it. No, your guys' podcast is fantastic. Thank well, you. Tell you. This is this is kind of the original MTV generation here. The three yeah. of us together. What happened to MTV? Okay. People ask me that all the time, and I never watch it. I right, but what happened? Is it that I'll like, tell you exactly what? And I, I remember this. How did happening. it die? So the first season of The Real World, it was a big gamble for them because all they had had was music programming. They sure. didn't have any long-form programming. Video they had some game shows and stuff. Star, exactly. Long-form right? TV mm-hmm. killed the video star. Yes. Um, so they realized that they could keep people for an hour at a time, you know, or a half hour, and that audience was more valuable than viewers who are tuning in and out every three and a half minutes. If they didn't see a video they liked, so they was would a financial. Leave. You're saying there was literally a financial reason why yes. they moved away. So it, it became more lucrative for them to start developing shows like Pimp My Ride and Right, right. But those were still but people were still watching when Pimp My Ride was on mm-hmm. and when, you know, they had those dating shows that were fun with um, I can't remember who. Uh, uh, singled Out? Singled Out, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I loved Singled I Out. I liked Singled Out, too. And Chris, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Was, he, Chris Hardwick came to my wedding. Oh, really? Yes, he did. Wow. Because he was dating Jacinda. I love Jacinda. I remember when they were a power couple. This is such a 90s show. Like, I'm sorry if you're, like, not. I don't from, feel bad for anyone. If you don't know what we're talking about, then then go look it up. Yeah, read read some history. Read Just some history. Yeah. I want to point. Did, did you see that you said he came to my wedding? And I'm like, I'm right here. I'm like, that was, wasn't that our wedding? <laughs> but that's, but I, he came that to my wedding. That is the way. 
I'm like, it's always been like it was that. All a wedding. <laughs> Is this the wedding really? He, unless it's a gay wedding, <laughs> wedding's really not about the groom. <laughs> Thank you. I'm but sorry. Still, I was and there. luckily, you were not a bridezilla. Like, you were, were very you, uninterested. Were you in the and your dad thing. like pouring through magazines? Like, oh, I like this one. This is beautiful. No, you this know what? That lipstick shade would be so pretty on you, honey. It's like, mom, what about this dress? <laughs> okay, I, you're right. Next time you could, because I've said that many times. As have I. As I've. But by the way, I also say that about my daughter's wedding. Yes. Because she was uninterested in planning it, and I planned the whole damn thing. Of course, you did. So I'm like, my but wedding. But that's also <laughs> our generation, like Gen X. We had to do everything. Thank you. Because we so were true. sandwiched in between selfish baby boomers and, you know, it's like, oh, millennials, oh, I don't play. What right. is it going to be about me? So, okay, so, 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 so MTV goes, by the way, it wasn't so just right. a, a half an hour or an hour. They had the marathon, so I'd sit there for a set, yeah. hung over on a Saturday afternoon and I'd watch the marathons. So it was the TV programming that killed the videos that mm-hmm. people were like, this has gone to crap. Right, because you probably wouldn't have laid on then, the couch and watched no. hours if it was right. video after video, but, also, yeah. they, but they, if you got hooked on, they became the really woke, really liberal. I mean, they, they, I don't think they were like they after were, us. Yeah, they were even with yeah, us. They, MTV were, they were a little news bit. News took a big shift. Yeah, like it, it used yes. to be. Rock the vote, even. Yeah, was I remember crazy. when did when, you complain about Rock the vote because it was what they did. Yeah, at, at first they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna try and interview George H. W. Bush," and he didn't want any part of it. He hated MTV. Dumb, he was suspicious dumb, of it. Dumb. The whole, I know. And and Clinton was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a silly rule. <laughs> Boxers or briefs. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about my underwear. <laughs> Woo! Hey Roger, let's go bag some of these bras. It's like Bill, you're married. Yeah, but she's not really. Yeah, she's not really fun. <laughs> I didn't marry Hillary for a good time. <laughs> no. So, so you complained. I did. Uh, what the boss, and the bosses just said, oh, yeah, no, we'll get more Republicans. Did you get to do the at least push the Republican, Libertarian? No, uh, I was the only person there who had a clause in their contract that I was not allowed to do any press, particularly political press, without MTV's written approval. So, so other people didn't have that? Not at all. No, I, would, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't go to events. I couldn't go on CNBC because Fox News didn't exist at the time. I couldn't do any of that without written approval in advance, and you know what they would do? I would get a request from the Today Show. Hey, can you come on and talk about the Republican convention? So, you know, the next day after whoever Bob Dole makes his big speech, can you come talk about it? MTV would sit on it, and then in the middle of the week, you after know, it was, it was for, over, it was for a Monday request. Thursday they go, yeah, we're not going to let you do that. It's like, well, I kind of figured that out, yeah, but thank you. Thank you. How long you had oh, MTV for? How long? So annoying. Six years. Six years, okay. It felt like a lot longer than that. Yeah, that's because it was the time of our life. It was. Yeah, it really was. It's like everything revolves around... I remember seeing you at a convention. So I had already done the real world. I went to a convention as like just off the real world, which was the... um, That had to have been 96, San Diego? Yes, San Diego. I was actually the Republican, like, youth spokesperson at at that year. But then... Then I, I met Sean and I started having babies and I went to a convention and you were on the floor and I remember going, I wish I knew her so I could actually go and talk to her, but I didn't know you. Like, I mean, I knew you as like you. on TV <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I obviously had an affinity because we were a rare breed. Anyone who wasn't a Democrat um, in that era, obviously, we had to give... MTV some credit. I mean, they did cast a Republican Latina on the show. They did have you on yeah. there. 
Um, but yeah, it's kind of disappointing. But they more enough. looked at us with curiosity. Like we were zoo like, animals. Poke, poke. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like, you're the devil. Get out of here. Yeah. You're literally Hitler. You slipped through HR, the both of you did. So can I tell you what? So I did, uh, we did a, um, a caucus in Congress. So mm. uh, I was on MTV and I made it to Congress. That might wasn't be kind Kevin of a Kevin Powell there? Oh, yeah. No, I think he ran, but I think he might have not uh, won. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a- let me tell you this, and, 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 and to sort of give you some context here. Sean is the very first person from reality TV world to be from to be elected to a national office. Really? Donald Trump is just number two. I did He's not know that. That's incredible. One, thank and you. can I tell you this, Kennedy? When he told, well done. he told Donald Trump, he went into the Oval Office, and he thought it would be a fun story to tell Donald Trump, and Donald Trump did not like He's that story. He's the first. He doesn't anything. like being oh. the second to anything. Oh, yeah, he, wow. didn't like, he didn't like that. He didn't funny? like that. <laughs> but so we were going to do this. The, we started the... Wrong. Fake news, Sean. <laughs> fake news. That's Wrong. fake news. Fake. Wrong. <laughs> so we did We did a, the Ovarian Caucus. We were starting it, um, and, and DM from, um, from Road, Road Rules. Rules had passed away from ovarian cancer. And so we thought we'd get real world, you know. Our good friend... Megan Brown, as you know, kind of helped organize that. And so we we brought people in, and MTV was going to come and film kind of these real-world has-beens, you know, doing this caucus in Congress. And tell them who came. Who did come? Puck came. Oh, yeah, Puck, Puck came oh, to Capitol Hill. Oh, <laughs> he was walking the halls of Congress. That's Kennedy. amazing. <laughs> so I was he a, in later houses? <laughs> I did a fundraiser with him later that night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Puck's going to be here from the real world. Fundraiser, everyone, and actually it was really well attended. <laughs> And he came I believe it. in like a nineteen. There's a puck caucus. <laughs> like a nineteen seventy two like suit that looked great. Um, and it was awesome. His hair's all grown out. He looked so tweaked out. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, but he was yeah. That's what I love about you. You're non-judgmental. Totally. I yeah, because other people yeah. are like, oh, yeah. who is this uncouth person? No, well, not these the, are the halls of Congress. Not, not those who came to that one. They were like, okay, this is good. Puck's, Puck's going to be there. Puck's in the house. <laughs> but they edited, so MTV did come, and they edited a little, a little package together for, for yeah. MTV. And they miraculously cut me out they of the package. They edited Sean out of the whole thing. It was your idea and <laughs> no, your no, it was No, it was, it was Megan Brown. Well, Megan Brown and Sean talked, and Sean said, yeah, I'm going to join the caucus with another Democrat woman. No, no, woman. no, 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 no. Hold on a second. I thought that there happened. was no ovarian caucus. You have to be a was member Rose? of... Did, no, did Rosa not? No, she didn't. Rosa Delora had ovarian cancer. Congresswoman, she's and a Democrat. So she, but she had never started. She has orange hair and mm-hmm. freaky she's clothes. Crazy. Um, and so I was like, let's start an ovarian caucus. You have to be a member of Congress to do that. So I started the ovarian caucus, and I invited everyone in to start the ovarian caucus because it's like, listen, it's a, it's a deadly disease. Yeah, raise and money. We, Johnson and Johnson, very responsible for a lot of that, by the way. Oh, so a lot we of should, disease. We should pay attention. Yes. And so as we put this together, MTV came and filmed it. And again, they, <laughs> they, they cut me out of it. That is insane. They edited are, Sean basically out of it. But you so can't. That, so that that actually you can't edit him off of the MTV Pantheon. Like you, you okay. cannot. But it speaks to what you just said about like the clause in your contract and how they they really use rock the vote as a Democrat voting for sure machine. Yeah. And not. No, I used to joke like it's rock the Democrat vote. Like let's be honest. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yes, it was so infuriating watching that happen. Yeah, and the, and that was totally minor leagues next to what we have now. Damn Skippy. 
Yeah. I'm Skippy. Yeah. Sorry about my salty language. Yeah. That's okay. You're right. So let's talk. Can we talk about Taylor Swift? Do you have any? Yeah. I, we, I read your article about Taylor Swift. Yes. So she knows I'm obsessed with the Daily Mail. So uh, <laughs> and her, I'm obsessed with Kennedy's so, articles in the Daily Mail. Obvious, if you don't get the Daily Mail, you got to get the Daily Mail. And the, literally, her articles are the best thing to. Thank you. It's so, so fun. It's so good. Because like there are things. She's that, an amazing writer. Oh, Rachel. She is. Anyway, okay, go you, ahead. You are, listen, you are good. I don't subscribe to the Daily Mail. I only get articles that Rachel sends me from the Daily Mail. <laughs> Can I, I'm allowed That's to complain, That's like the first thing I do in the morning. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. It really is. And, but they know what you want to read. <laughs> yeah, it's like they will suggest things. You're like, I had no idea. Now I have an interest in this. Click. Yes. But here's about if you want to print their article, mm-hmm. they have all the pictures in there. So you'll, it, you'll print like 20 yeah. pages, which is a big problem for me. Um, they have to make money, Sean. Come on. I know, they have but to I got to print Kennedy it. Somehow, exactly. I have a child in college. Sean. I don't know if you know anything about that. I know nothing. I heard it's cheap these days. Yeah, it's <laughs> super cheap. Prices go Joe down. Joe Biden, everyone right. goes for free. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Just executive order. Doot, doot, doot. I don't remember about the courts or the you Congress. You have to pay for it, and then they don't pay it back. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I don't really feel like it. <laughs> That's just too much. Yeah, it's kind of expensive. So let's talk about Mr. Kelsey, Miss Taylor Swift. Obviously, she's been going to um, uh, to football games. The, the press loves to zoom in on her, and it's a great love story, uh, which is fine. I love love. Which is Me I too. love love too. I which fell is, for it. Which yeah. is fine in and of itself. But yeah. <laughs> however, there's a conspiracy theory now that everyone Democrats. Are trying to prop her up, mm-hmm. so she'll endorse Joe Biden. And what you gave a stat in your article was it eight, 18 Eighteen percent said they would be somewhat likely or very likely to vote for a candidate Taylor Swift endorsed. Good That's lord! Scary. But you know the the flip side of that is seventeen percent, mostly Miami, Buffalo, and Baltimore fans, <laughs> <laughs> they would vote against anyone she endorsed. Was it Vivek Ramaswamy said that there's the that the Super Bowl will be rigged? Kansas City is going to win just to prop up Taylor Swift and then help if Democrats. If that happens, out. I mean, I'm a 49ers fan. Oh, you and are. I, my my stepdad is a lifelong 49ers fan. He worked taking tickets at the football stadium when he was in high school. Like that was his part time job was was working at 49ers games. He loves the 49ers. So. I want them to avenge that 2020 loss for my stepdad. For, for your stepdad. Bob. Yeah, but in San Bob. Francisco, there's a lot of lips. To Bob. Yeah. Would they be willing to lose in no. order to prop up Joe San Francisco Biden fans in the next election? Are rabid. They, they, politics means nothing to them when they're enjoying sports. I don't oh, believe okay, it. I've been to, I lived in San Francisco. You don't believe no, no, that. I did. Yes. And I don't are, believe that. Are San Francisco fans... I believe fans... they will sacrifice, just like Bill Clinton, just like all those women who are willing to <laughs> overlook... Bill Clinton's yeah. sexual harassment and indiscretions yeah. because he was supporting abortion and rights. They will they will lay it all on the line for abortion rights. But that is not football. And these these fans, the faithful, they, I, there's no way they want their team to lose to prop up Taylor Swift. So, question for you: It's Have not you, to prop up Taylor Swift. Well, it's to prop up the Democrat Party. This is this has ceased to be about Taylor Swift. But the libs are such crazy libs that they actually hate Democrats. They're like AOC. But Rachel doesn't get it. So just so you talk about the, you talk about hockey Ranger fans, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, we had a podcast when, oh, when I, I did that. yours, and the and the and Ranger fans I love because. They weren't woke. They weren't New York liberals. They were actually That's spelled hockey. to be pretty hardcore, hardworking. Which yep. is my question: Are the 49ers fans like the Rangers fans, where they're more conservative? Yeah, because you have to realize, like that's all of Northern California. 
You know, now that, that the Raiders are gone. It's like more the, than San Francisco is what you're saying. Absolutely. And it's like same thing in Portland and Seattle. Like those cities have become hellholes. But everyone outside of those cities, those Convergent. are working class people. Yeah, and, you know, they're people who hunt and fish and they love the great outdoors and they love snowboarding and they love all that stuff. They like freedom. They love freedom. They By love freedom, gum. damn it. They so want here's that. What, Nancy kinda, Pelosi added Here's what kills me about the whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing. Because I, I'm a big fan of love. Mm-hmm. I mean, half of our episodes are about love. Mm-hmm. I believe in love. I believe in marriage. Um, I believe in all those things. And so I was very sad when Taylor Swift... Do you want a little bit of a comment? No, I want you to talk into the microphone. But I want so you we, to try this because she made this. Rachel and, and I fight all the time. dangerous she, is, she, she turns her head away from the microphone and then I put it in front of her and then she gets mad at me. But I'm like, you yeah. can't, I can't hear you. It distracts you. me. Okay, so... Then after she says, don't move my microphone. It distracts me. I do. Me. Oh my God. I do. It does. We it fight after me. the podcast. Oh, sometimes we fight during the podcast. That's what And I kick him a healthy marriage. How, like, how long? 23 years? 20, no, we're going on... 25. We're going to have 25 years oh, in April. Isn't that pula, as they say in Greek. That means Dude. many years. Are you Greek? No, I'm, I'm Eastern Orthodox. Eastern Orthodox, yeah. I'm Romanian, Are you but practicing Eastern Orthodox? Yes. Yeah, my daughter and I went to church last so, weekend. You know, I'm so pissed at the Pope. I've threatened become an Eastern Orthodox. Come to the Eastern Church. All I know is this we is love a, I'm you. so pissed at the per- yeah. but, but you know what? That's a Somebody told tale. me, actually it was Raymond Arroyo from Fox yeah. News told me, if someone was in your house mm-hmm. and beating up your mother, mm-hmm. would you leave the house? I would or not would you defend your mother? I would defend my mother to the death. Exactly. Yeah. And so I've decided ever since that conversation, because I, I seriously was real. toying with the idea. That's why you shouldn't have Raymond. What if the, the Orthodox. Pope is beating your mother? Well, that, that, he is. Yeah, so he's, I would, he's, I'm beating the mother church. That's, that's the point. Jump out the window and go to the Orthodox church. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best case I've yeah. heard yet to join. And they would go, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to stick it around a little bit because he looks a little sickly lately. Yeah. <laughs> so. he, he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> um, but anyway, so let me go I, back to this. Okay. I think I'm a big fan of love. Mm-hmm. And so. She loves love. I was able to I put, love love. I was so fan. I. So I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a big fan Love's of love. Thing. 25 and I, years. Big anniversary. It's a big anniversary. Huge. I don't know how we're going to celebrate, but we got to do it big. Yeah, that big. Did you say get me a Range Rover? Yeah. Uh, Do you you have like five? No, No. but he just said he loves Range Rovers to me like last week. Yeah. What the hell? The Matrix is real. (laughs) No. (laughs) But going back to the early part of our conversation, I have kids in college too. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Range Rover. Screw (laughs) them. That's why they invented jobs. The Cosmos says screw (laughs) them. Joe Biden's not so bad. We'll have more of this conversation after this. Since the 1970s, working class Americans and U.S. investors who saved wealth in dollars have seen the dollar lose over 80% of its purchasing power. In contrast, investors who diversified their cash into gold saw gold appreciate over 5,000%. For Americans who invested $50,000 in gold when America left the gold standard in the 70s, their gold is worth more than $2.5 million today. While gold carries no guarantees and past performance does not equal future results, investors who do their own research will see that gold's performance over this time span is what gold has consistently done in the face of eroding paper currencies. For over 15 years, St. Joseph Partners has built its business with a singular focus on helping investors diversify their wealth and protect their families in physical gold and silver you hold in your hand. Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth. 
So I'm a big fan of love. I know she's a big lib. I actually, I don't think she's a lib. I think she started hanging out with that weird chick from Girls. What mm-hmm. was that movie? What was, was oh, that? Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Yeah. And she wanted to fit in. Oh. And she wanted to be part of all that. And so I think she decided I need to be libo just to kind of make it in like pop world. And she had that horrible tweet that you actually put in your article. Reference yeah. in your article, yeah. What did she say again? That Donald Trump is a white supremacist. Yes, and, yeah. thank you. Like all that bullshit. Okay, so she did that. And, but then she met this Travis Kelsey guy and I was like, this is a beefy manly man. Like, this is good for her. Like, this is great. But then he's like Mr. Pfizer. And so he's actually really beta underneath all those muscles. So I'm just not a big fan. No, I I do not like, of all the things that he's done. Yes. I do not like his Pfizer campaign. It's gross. I don't trust it. I don't trust Anthony Fauci. I think that Anthony Fauci caused the pandemic and enriched himself. Exactly. With all these. And now Travis Kelsey is enriching himself. Yeah. And I think at this point, um, yeah, I just. Will they ever be honest about the cardiac injuries for young black men? No, they're lying about all that. This was about electing. This is about electing Joe Biden. Right. This was about uh, shutting down an economy. Donald Trump wouldn't have lost. The economy was raging. People might have been like, yeah, there's you know, we had Russia collusion and that wasn't true. And yes, they've impeached him. But the economy was so good for so many people. Trump was going to win. They needed to disrupt that. And Anthony Fauci helped make that happen by making the pandemic horrible. For Americans, I, I, think, I think it's 100% true. I mean, it that was, leaked. It did leak from the lab. I don't think it was leaked on purpose. I don't think. No, yeah. I'm saying the response. But, so the, but response the response of, was meant to Was it 12, 12, 12 days to end the, yeah. the, 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 the spread? The yeah, flatten the curve. And we was Full two science. years of this crap. So but let me ask you this. So, I am the science. So as a, a lot right. of people, when they attack science, they attack me. me because I am the science. He is the hugest jerk. I just read this interesting article about him where somebody was saying that he invited him to some event and they didn't think he would come. And then they told some of his, this guy that was making the invitation said, tell him that there's going to be cameras and like such, such and such whatever is going to be there, some you know news outlet, and he'll come. And sure enough, he came. No. He is a media whore. Absolutely. And he's been getting away with bad decisions since AIDS. Yes, absolutely. And and that is just the story. That is the most under-reported story. Yeah. Is his impact on actually getting in the way of finding the solution mm-hmm. to AIDS, medically speaking, and relying on vaccines. And vaccines that, by the way, you know, he went that route because he thought he could profit from it. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, he's a guy who... Um, has made decisions that have hurt people. Yes. Um, and and yet to your he's point, celebrated. he's gotten rich and helped politics. And what's what this gets me about everywhere in our society and in culture and in media is that people can lie with impunity and there's no consequences. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we see it from, from KJP, Queen Jean-Pierre, to Kirby, to Joe Biden, to Kamala. They all lie. Yeah, um, and they know and, they're lying. Of course, and they never get called out. No, um, and so they and just, they never apologize. And they so never they, try to correct the record. And so they just keep lying. Yeah, because they can't. I want to get back to Taylor Swift. So, uh, when you think about how do you deal with someone who could sway the electorate by you know eighteen percent, which is a huge number, or actually encourage people to come to the polls, that's a problem for Republicans. And so the question becomes: Do you actually attack Taylor Swift? Or, Swifties are mean. or do you? Oh, they're, they're they're as aggressive as the Free Palestine people. Yes. Oh. Thank you. 
Good comparison. Yeah, it's a great comparison. Or you can say we're we're going to ignore Taylor Swift and talk about just the 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 failure of uh, of Biden's ideas. Yes, be better at communicating. And our thoughts on what we need to do to turn this around and make their lives better. So what's what's the approach? I think you do that. I don't think you get anything out of attacking her. I think you make her more visible. You make her a victim. You make her more sympathetic to maybe moderates and independents who would be sitting on the sidelines. But if you're talking about immigration, if you're talking about the economy, and immigration is a huge issue because with Greg Abbott busing 160,000 people out of Texas and into cities that have never had to use their social safety net to support people coming into this country, they now see it. And they now realize, wow, our finite resources are no longer going to the homeless people, the mentally ill homeless people that we weren't able to deal with before. So now what do they get? If if all of the social resources are going to people coming into this country, yeah, you're, you're, forcing in black, this you're forcing black communities to have to fight for the resources against this new population. And veteran communities. In, and veteran communities. But I think the interesting thing we is... Did, we did a story on Fox Business. Um, where it was in Chicago, where they were going to take over a black community and 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 bus all these people, migrants, into the community center, and the the community's like, we actually use our kids use the community they use center. This, yeah. They use the fields. You can't take this over. And by the way, you have all this money for these illegal migrants. We've been asking for this kind of help because they, they get free housing, they get assistance with food, yeah. they get dry cleaning, um, they get IDs. Dry cleaning. Dry, they get their clothes Laundry. Laundry yeah. services. Okay. Wow. And, I was worried. And, and their point is, we've asked for this, and you always tell us, there's not there's enough no money. money. Yeah. We don't have the money for it. But you do have the money, the, where did the money because all the money's going here. Right. And they're wildly offended. One, you want to take away our, our community center. But then you have money for people who aren't Americans, and you said you never had it for us. Yeah. You know what they really angry. Do you know what Democrats get from this though? At attracting immigrants, they get another congressman, because the Congress is a the the, the number of congressmen you get based is on the portion by population, yeah. and not by citizens. And now there's a move in Congress to put a bill out to go. No, we're going to portion Congress. Um, by the number of citizens and not by the number by by population because that's BS. Um, so just, just just to back up, so a, a, an, an average congressional district mm-hmm. is about seven hundred and fifty to eight hundred thousand people. Right. So Joe Biden has brought in the likes of 12, 10, 10 million, 10, 12 congressional 10 12. districts, yeah. which is a. I mean, listen, the the House is controlled by by two Republican votes right now. You you flip control of big, uh, of the U.S. House with yeah. all of these migrants who've come in. If you're able to count them, which currently is the the, the rules, you count uh, individuals, not citizens. But um, do you think that that's the right message, though? Like, okay, we're going to double so, down and explaining in a better way, maybe on social media platforms, on using TikTok, using Instagram, whatever to explain it. Or is the solution? And this is an, a, a a different idea. Forget the Taylor Swift crowd. Uh, I don't know if you saw this polling that was about women, uh, single women, single men, single women getting way more liberal, single men getting red-pilled. Yeah. So maybe the answer is forget the Taylor Swift single women, girl boss crowd. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just go after the the guys and get them to, to vote. Like, yeah, because start- I think there are enough rational women that if if you go after single guys 
with, you know, some pretty straightforward facts and scenarios, there will be enough individuals going, you know what, yeah, that actually makes sense. Because you don't have to disclose who you vote for. You just have to believe it's going to make your life better. And getting a handout from the government has made everyone's life worse. And that's not hard to illustrate. No. So no. And just, Republicans have to do a better job of that. What about the love life of America? As you have all these liberal women going this way, getting more radicalized, more indoctrinated, and you have boys now getting more red-pilled, going towards this sort of traditional and even That's like the into the Andrew way of, of uh, How are we going to get these people together to co-create? rebel. I know that's, that's what's tough. Like, the only way to rebel for a young man is to be a conservative. Because everything exactly. else is so woke. It's pushing them to be beta. Super anti-male. Like, you know, and, and they're people great for conservatives. Scratch and- our head and they're like, why aren't guys going to college? Because they're the devil at college. Yes. Yes. But isn't this great? If you're a conservative or free-thinking libertarian woman, isn't this the best the and ladies. happiest hunting? Oh, God, this is yeah. great for this them. This is great. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yes. Now's you, the time. So let them have the pick of the litter. You can, you That's can, what I'm saying. You can punch above your weight with the guy you you're going to get. You can punch above your weight. <laughs> Just say, yeah, I like marriage. I don't think you're the devil. Yeah. Um, I'd like to have babies sometime. Yeah. I'm like You're a C, in. I'm like a sea lady and I can get an A man. <laughs> I can cook. So can I let me I like to cook. Yeah. I can make a good cocktail. <laughs> Come on over, sailor. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> See, I think what we do with Taylor I'm Swift. Getting I'm getting some insight into what can be like. <laughs> Sailors. Military men, pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> Kennedy. I think I think to to call Taylor Swift out for I mean again all of these all these young kids are are all climate change even they all mm-hmm. believe it she's one of the she's a she's a a, a polluting little Nazi I which can't, is I fine say that I mean I Not, celebrate I don't care about her that. choices to fly private I'm fine with but that the carbon but the carbon offsets this absolute nonsense I don't yes. I don't I don't total care nonsense. I don't care about that but they do and yeah. she lies to them by saying I buy the carbon offsets which is total crap yeah um, if you believe the climate's going to change and the world's going to end you would just stop flying your private jet yeah. you'd fly commercial yeah, or like you would ride your bike in Malaysia like they're paying us not to grow tulips so voila carbon offsets no more right. tulips <laughs> and they're like wait a second you never grew tulips in Malaysia shh John, this is John, this is for yeah. John Kerry. He needs this. <laughs> yeah. Al Gore needs this offset. So be quiet. There's that, and I think also if you look at the prices of our concert tickets, these were just concerts for the rich. You had to be a rich kid to pay a thousand dollars to go see Taylor Swift. But imagine the working mom who what she had to sacrifice in order to take her daughter to Taylor Swift. Like I said, it, no. It breaks my heart. But, I, I looked no. and I was like. Uh huh. This is expensive. My my daughter's like, that's nah, fine. I don't want to go. But the point is, you're like, making really? you're, you're yeah. making moms and dads across this country who are already having a hard time pay their bills yeah. make a really hard choice to go. We'll go deeper in debt, mm-hmm. or we'll go with something. Uh, we'll, we'll go without something that we need or want, so you can go see Taylor Swift, so she can become yeah. even richer. And I don't think that those two things don't sit Why very well. Why would she make her? I mean, her her audience is so wide. It's so vast. Yes. Why wouldn't she have a heart to like? She tried. Lower I her mean, prices. but Ticketmaster, like, they made a deal. Was with that Ticketmaster. the pro- Was that the problem? Yes, and they wasn't her? They did not honor the system that they had in place. And by the time, are you sure? Yeah, that by the time she was that, really that happened, trying. I mean, she she's made a, a powerful of, force. You know, you know how I know this because she made all of the tailgating a part of the concert, and so that doesn't happen with any other app. What does that mean? I that don't means know what that, that means. they. 
they were sure to broadcast everything out to people who didn't have tickets in the parking lot. So they were still engaging the same experiences of people who were inside. Okay. And so they, then, they made a big point. Damn it. So you're saying she's nice? Oh, oh God. No, she's not. She, then she, then, then she <laughs> Are you made, saying then, she's nice? I do she, like her. Then, then I would she, never. Listen, she I made think a movie. To a so now these little, little girls go to her. I mean, they, they watch her movie and she gets even richer. And I'm like, I'm, I'm all about capitalism. American I'm all dream. about people making money. I want to see the movie. I do too. I, I would do see know. The movie. I agree with Camille Paglia. I yeah. think she's a kind of sexless like i don't find her like you know we were just talking on your podcast about madonna yeah like that's i mean madonna in the 90s yeah was sex appeal. she was the ideal she was absolutely feminine ideal but Not for me but taylor swift who did you like you oh in the 90s rachel on the, rachel on the real world I did not find her very attractive i didn't madonna i was like okay, eh. who did you like in the, besides me i don't know but not madonna Okay, did you like... Let's, 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 let's it go. takes me a second to go back. It's a 90s episode. Let's go through some 90s stars. See who uh, Sean... Jenny, Alanis Morissette? No, Jenny, Jenny McCarthy? Uh, McCarthy. Yeah, she yeah. was... Yeah. Oh, I know who he liked. He liked Tiffany. Oh, did I think we're alone now. Oh, what? Tiffany, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My brother liked Tiffany. I never saw it. I never like, saw Jenny, it either. That was and beautiful. She, Carmen Electra was really beautiful. Carmen, Carmen Electra was beautiful. Electra That's true. Hot. Yeah. I mean, universally. But she was like otherworldly hot. Like the kind of hot that makes you not healthy yes mentally like you can't you, there's a certain hotness you can't be that attractive you never had to work you, for anything you never had to it's, try it's not healthy no. there's a certain attractiveness that makes you not the, the greatest blessing any woman can have is being ugly like at age 11 or 12 because then you're stuck in that age and you always think you're ugly and you always have to try harder <laughs> so and you rely good. on your brain Damn it, that's a good one <laughs> That's a Pearls good one. of wisdom from Kennedy. Pearls of wisdom. You never know okay, what you're going to get. Okay, who else was hot in the 90s? Let's talk. I, I'm fascinated with this conversation. Uh, Alyssa Milano, before she became a crazy lib. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah. know. I was never, no, Alyssa never did it for me. What? Like, she's so gorgeous. I didn't think she, I didn't. Okay, 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 fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. But, but just, uh, Alana, well, Al Alanis Morissette, I did Jennifer think, Love Hewitt. Adorable. Yeah. No, I know exactly why you like Jennifer no, Love Hewitt. Like, <laughs> she was like huge tatas. She had the biggest boobs. And so she, like, she was at the beach house. All the guys were like, oh. just staring at her tank top. And her yeah. mom's like, nothing to see. <laughs> she gets away from her. She's my baby. She had it, she, Not she had a baby it all. anymore. She had it all. Yeah. <laughs> Great exactly. actress. Good personality. <laughs> what about like Jenny Garth? Yeah, Jenny. Yeah, I liked the nine or two and oh. No, no. Jennifer Lopez was late nineties. No, oh, she was absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking before he, he, Rachel he was from just the real barely world. Barely getting into Latinas in the late nineties. Still, okay. It was. Still, by the way, it was so the, the Latina thing was new for me. I was like, this is not. This is not my breed. Because it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a fetish. This was love. No, well, it was not a thing. It was not cool then. I was. I was dating Latinas. You were. You were into Latinas before it was cool. It's true. Oh, That's I, right. I, I was going to say something, but I'm going to leave that for after the podcast. We already talked about <laughs> Mexican butts. We already okay. did. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> on her podcast yeah. on Friday that J Lo did not have to have butt plants. Did uh, she right? did she not have butt had an ass? Yeah, oh, she did little, not have no butt. stolen valor with J Lo. There's no stolen valor with that. That's yep. real stuff. She claims Kennedy claims that the Kardashian butt is not real. It's not real. That is augmented. But no one tiny. would purposely do that. Because hers is out of control. Yeah. It's not like a J-Lo juicy butt. No. It's like crazy. J-Lo is, she works hard. She maintains the booty. <gasps> but it's like the, 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 she, the diet, the exercise, the lack of alcohol, it's all to maintain and the booty. You know how we talked about how Madonna failed us yeah. as 90s women Amen. in how to age properly? J-Lo has taught us lessons galore. She, she's flawless. 
But not phony and stretched and gross. No, and it's weird. real. Yeah. She looks like she has a firm butt. Which because she worked hard. Were you hard. looking at Jayla's No, butt? but I'm saying. How so do you me, know that? So I was not used. Sean, to, I was not used to Sean, a Mexican. Your wife is here. I was not used to a Mexican behind. Mm-hmm. It was used. It's, was, a, it's a Mexican Spanish. I'm both. And I had. A, I don't I, know which one. It's and I, and a I had double a, blessing. Yeah. I was like, actually, I'm like, I kind of like this. Did Did I ever <laughs> tell you that Sean? So I so I didn't know. As as someone with a ginormous ass, I didn't know the butts were a thing. I had no idea. I'm so Nor glad. I. I actually like that Kardashians brought back butts. Yeah, because and Megan there was a like, time. Do you remember? I'm all for it. Do you remember Should, being like, in the no. '80s and when trying it was to tuck like, your pelvis and yes, wear black and, leggings to look smaller and all those and like Christie bring bring they all me had, in like, all like giraffe little, legs, tiny. little tiny giraffe legs. Yeah, and infant you know what? asses. I'm gonna give Kim Kardashian some credit. Yeah. Because her exaggerated behind made ours look small. Yeah, by Be- by comparison. But- so yes. I didn't I didn't know why some men of certain backgrounds liked me. Like I couldn't figure out why oh, Dennis Rodman I kept calling me. Oh, I got that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the basketball the team Rodman at ASU also liked me. Dennis Rodman loved, yeah. yes. loved me for and, real. Yes. And, oh, I know exactly why. Danny and Nine Inch Nails was like, you know why, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, because I'm like fun and exciting. He's like. My glasses. What? Is it my glasses or my ass? What is it? Yes. And he's like, you don't know that. He's like, that's a thing. I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. This is the first time we've talked You're about. You're big butts, in certain really. circles. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Back then, you wanted a general audience, but now, now you like have a, a very niche specific is, niche yes. audience. Yeah. I, I actually, I'm going to give the Kardashians credit for that, but I'm going to give J Lo. You're absolutely right. That is not stolen valor. That's a real behind. Amen. Behind a real woman who is very successful. But can I ask a question? The Kardashians flaunt their behinds. They're they like, really this do. is this is this is it, and I'm going to yeah. shake it and let Own it be it. seen. Yeah. It seems like J Lo for a long time was trying to hide. She did. The, she did. The, the yeah, girth she, she was of not the like, like you rarely saw. That's right. Like backside. Wow, Sean, I'm so impressed with your J-Lo. J-Lo. <laughs> I, yeah. Even I didn't know she was because it was, it's real because she has hips. It's not just. Yeah, I know because I got them. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got them. It's it's a, it's an. But it also thing. it it makes you more fertile. I don't know about fertile, but it lets you get that hip ratio. We learned about that in evolutionary oh, biology. Absolutely, if you have a small waist and wider hips. You have babies easier. It is evolutionary no, you, biology. You don't make it's not, you're not more fertile, but you have babies easier. I agree with that. So when I had my first no, no, baby, you don't you get pregnant easier. You have yes. a higher fertility rate if you have a lower yes. waist to his hip ratio. Is? That's what that's that it's, it, it's your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> WHR. It is your fault. You kept you kept saying it's me, but well, it's actually well, you. I remember when I had the first baby when I had a Vita, that doctor said, You are made to have Baby. You have right. birthing hips. <laughs> he didn't say but that. Not but hips. I took it bad. I didn't not, like that he said that. But I'm happy about it. So women who have narrower hips and a you know a, the, I don't the same. have a thin waist. I'm not. I'm just not going to lie. No. But I have it's hips. To be thin, I have butt but compared have, to yeah. I've the rest got of it. I'm the complex. And, and by the way, the you know after the first few babies, the mm-hmm. hips kind of came back a little bit. Then they stopped. Yeah, of course. I'm like, come on, life is cruel. Well, no, actually, that's not what happened. So uh, she'd have <laughs> she she would have a baby, and right after the first one, they came back right away. Right. And then after the second one, they came back, but it took a little longer. Yeah. The third one, they came back, but took even a little longer than that, and that was the progression. And now I've just given up. Yeah, I'm what, just gonna, gonna own those hips. You know what? I own those kids. I own those hips. I always say that, like a baby changes your life. Why not change your body? Thank you, Kennedy. Pearls of wisdom. Absolutely all of, right. 
Can I say what Drink I... Drink up, Kennedy, on that. Mm-hmm. That deserves a little bit of a... Mm-hmm. That, that is... Talk about pearls of wisdom. Mm. I'm never going to forget that. Wait right there. We're going to have more of that conversation next. So I think what's interesting about this, though, is there was a curated vision of a woman that mm-hmm. was given to us probably in the MTV era, but also in the 80s and the magazines. And it seems like we've exploded into appreciating all kinds of women Thank and all God. kind of you know, diverse shapes and sizes. It has gone too and- far. The Lizzo thing has gone too. No, I, I, I agree with that. I'm not saying those shapes. That is, I think, I think that's far. unhealthy. Yeah, I, love, I wasn't I saying love that. Curves, though. but um, morbid obesity, I, I think, is something very different, and and we have to. But we're, but they're asking us to embrace that. We yeah. should be opposed. And to there, it. and listen, if you go back, I mean, listen, the the stick figure ideal of a woman from the 1980s yeah. was a, a unique thing, right? I mean, I, maybe there was a little bit of that in the because Marilyn Monroe right? had the some, years, yeah. and with and with Chanel. The overall arc of like women's beauty has always included fertility and her hips yes. and, and her her voluptuousness. And I think that's a, a, a great thing that but I think in our culture it's gone too far. And we know I mean, we're wired. We always talk about this, Sean and I. We're wired for truth and beauty. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me something is beautiful and it's and I know it's not. It's just like with porn, right? When you see it, you know it. Yes. Um, and so I don't care how many people tell me that Lizzo is beautiful the way she is and she's not healthy. She has a beautiful face, mm-hmm. but that body does not appeal to me. No, and and, and, it, and it should not appeal to her. That, they're going to have diabetes. They're going to put themselves at much higher risk for cardiovascular disease and cancer. And you shorten your life. And the life that you have, it's not as livable. If you are, and you don't have to be stick thin. Like, we should know that now. Like, it's actually, you have just as many health problems if you're anorexic. If you are depriving your body, your body will leach minerals from your bones and you will develop another host of physical ailments. What do you think of this Ozempic craze? I mean, for some people, it's fine. For some people, it's great. For other people who can't moderate and they go too far, it's, it's not good. I saw a woman recently who, and it was like, it's like, baby, you look a little better when you got some... Right. Well, also, you know, <laughs> the pharma stuff, getting addicted to a pharmaceutical yeah. to live your life is probably not healthy. No, but for people who really can't lose weight... For obese people, I yeah, think and it it's might like be, for people who tried it out. Weight Watchers and calorie counting. But you know in yo-yo. Hollywood, you go to LA, you know that is not who's on it. No. It is, I want to lose 15 pounds for my next movie. Yeah. Soccer Moms. Soccer mom. It's the real housewives. <laughs> it's totally the real housewives. It's totally. Yeah. Soccer totally moms is. are Ozempic and marijuana. Marijuana combo. Really? Oh, that? I oh, did have the, a friend come to a Fourth of July party. No, no, no. Like, all this stuff I don't like, know. Do you want an edible? And I'm like, no. Oh, I would no, no way. So the, do you want to go to the emergency room? So the biggest, some of the biggest users of marijuana and the biggest Who growth of marijuana is... Like moms. Where did you learn this? Do you know why? I did this. Martha Stewart is selling a line of. That's because like, she's because hanging out with Snoop Dogg. Because that, no, if you hang out, edibles together, if you saying hang out with Snoop Dogg, this is what will happen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out with Lie my with dogs. Prison. You get fleas. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna hang with my friends, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to drink because I'm gonna put on calories, but I can have a little yeah. do and, and I, I feel a little loose, and I have no calories. Mm-hmm. So moms are doing it. Wow. So, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, well, no, now because you, now when, you, you know. when you take now edibles, you know. when you smoke weed, it makes you hungry. So it's like, 
Right. You so have you better to counteract that. That's such a great point. Why don't they just have one of your cocktails? Exactly right. They're yeah. mocktails. mocktails. They make people well, I mean, happy. These are happy mocktails. <laughs> are. Well, this has been a happy podcast, too. This Listen, has been Kennedy, a happy I've, podcast. I've thoroughly enjoyed that I'm probably getting in trouble later when this airs because I'm talking about rumps and bumps and Taylor and very Swift. Positive and no. Very positive ways. Can I ask you one last question before we of go? Of course. I want to know how you went from radio to MTV. How did you make that jump? Because when you Someone went to MTV, in me. I had but one when person... you went to MTV, everybody in the world wanted your job. Uh, everyone yeah. wanted to be a VJ. No, and everyone was like, wow, you do not fit the mold. Why do you have this job and I don't? So there was a lot of resentment. I had one person who believed in me. I was an intern at a radio station in L.A. And I used to, I was 18 years old. Were you I... from L.A.? No, I moved there right after high school. Okay. And I used to bug them all the time. I was like, just put me on air. Come on. Let me pay you the compliment of being blunt. Just put me on air. And so finally one day I was like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to give you a shot. And he gave me a two-night audition from 1 to 5.30 in the morning. And after the second night, he said, it's very raw, but there's something there. I'm going to help you cultivate your talent. And he hired me to be a part-time overnight DJ. And then he had such incredible promotions at the radio station. MTV hired him to be the senior vice president of programming. And then when he was there, he, he gets to MTV in May. And they're like... We're going to get a whole new slate of VJs. Do you have any suggestions? And he said, I know a woman in L.A. who might be good. Can I let her audition? Because he loved you or he, like, I mean, like, this is an incredible. he believed in me. He believed in my talent. He thought that I had a cool look. He knew how much I loved music. He knew how hard I worked. And so he was like, if you would like to audition, you, and I was like. So he didn't give you the job. He gave you an opportunity. And then it had to go up the chain. And then Judy McGrath, who was president at the time, had to sign off on it. And she circled the memo that he sent her, and she said, come see me. And she was like, are you sure this is a good fit? And he was like, yes, I believe it. What do you think you did in that audition that made made it for you? I knew about the music, and I talked about it passionately, and I made fun of musicians, and I made fun of myself. And that was it. They're like, she's right for us. Yeah, she's like, wow, that hair's wild. Can I ask a question? How did you leave MTV? Did they fire you? Did you leave? No, I actually left because... The guy I was dating at the time broke his back, and he was living in Seattle. And so I wanted to help him recover from his back surgery, and that was in August, and my contract was up in December, and I didn't want to live in New York anymore. Like, I knew when he was hurt and he was in pain that I wanted to be with him, and so I moved to Seattle. And I was like, oh, this is fine. I'll just get, like, another TV job next week, which didn't happen. It was a very circuitous road to get back on TV. No regrets, though. No, because that that's exactly what was that's meant to are. be. And did I you... didn't know that at the time, and I had tremendous anxiety. Did you ever, like, before you saw the end of the... I mean, like, now you can go, oh, like, and this is the beautiful thing about yes. being in your 50s, right? Yes. You can go back, you can look back on different moments in your life, different crossroads, and go, oh, yeah, God had a plan for that. Absolutely. But were there moments after you gave up what, again, I, it's hard for people who weren't raised in the NTV era to understand how powerful of a cultural force. There was nothing else. There, there was, was not the nothing internet. else. There was no like social it. media. It made nothing. you instantly famous. It made you desired and, and professionally, romantically, in all kinds of ways. So you gave that up for a guy. Was there any moment like afterwards when you realized, oh, I can't just get another job like this, that you regretted it? Yeah, or did I, you no, always... I had I had real physical anxiety. 
and and it consumed me and it wasn't because I wanted to go back to MTV it's because I didn't know what was going to happen next right and that is the greatest fear you have in your 20s is you want to know what's going to happen next you want to know not only that something is going to happen that's good but that it's better and and that whatever you're doing it is an advancement and I didn't have and I couldn't see it so I had no way of knowing my path was completely cloudy and it forced me to really figure out who I was and what was most important to talk about. So and what I did you learn, learn in that to, period? What I, is I that? did talk radio. I did talk radio in Seattle. And I really found my political voice there. And then I, I wrote a book and did talk radio. And then eventually moved to L.A., did more talk radio, uh, did some TV shows, some game shows, went to UCLA. And then two weeks later after I graduated, had a baby. And nice. then Yeah. And then... That guy that no did, yeah yeah with the that's guy my that baby daddy yeah. yeah that's your baby daddy. So, so can I ask one other question? So did did you know everybody in music? Did they know you? Did you know them? Did we so friends with? I didn't like I you knew like hanging with people. like hanging with Pearl Jam. Yeah, I sold my house to one of the guys in Pearl Jam. Anyone you didn't meet that you wanted to meet? I've never met Bono. You never met Bono? No. Who did you meet? Who did you meet that was a that's disappointment? Actually, so and who did you meet? That was like, oh my God, that guy is even better than I thought. Two people I met who were a total disappointment. Bjork, she was so rude. And Beck, I was so excited to meet both of them. I thought Beck would be like fun and weird. He was so standoffish. And now I know he's a Scientologist, so that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Bjork had no excuse. You know who was awesome? David Bowie. Really? Really? He you was, met ba- David he Bowie? He was amazing. He was cool. He was talkative. And then I saw him again at a party a and few like, months Kennedy. later. He came right up to me and he's like, oh, I loved our conversation. I was like, ah! <laughs> Okay. Can you, that like, is so this great. Is a, this is like so amazing. I can't even, I can't even stand it. Like, so who did you meet that was, I mean, maybe you can't say this, but was secretly a conservative or um, a libertarian? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so for a long time, Billy Joe Armstrong was known to be a libertarian. And I bet he was. He's not now lead singer of Green Day. Um, no, he's not now. He's a flippin' lippo. <laughs> but you, he, there was a time he was a conservative? Yeah, and Matthew Bellamy from um, Muse is also known to be mm-hmm. a little bit more of a libertarian. And Did anybody treat you bad because of your politics? Tom Morello. Who's that? From Rage Against the Machine, the guitarist. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. a phenomenal guitarist, and he knows it, but he was always a condescending jerk about politics because he's a commie. Right. Yeah. Right. Commie Rage, against, Rage like, Against the Machine and Get Your Vaccine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is they're all yeah. over the vaccine. <laughs> I'm raging now. <laughs> I'm raging. Right, right, that's, they were, Needles they, in my arm. They were the big, they get the yeah. vaccine. It's good. Were they really? Yes. Like, totally. They were like, they were like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. yeah. But get pharma, your vaccine. Yeah. Big Pfizer, Fauci, Pharma. Fauci said, huge. you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Losers. Oh, my God. You are, you're, this is a piece of 90s history. Oh. You In are. a way, like. We got to live the 90s the way. It should very, be lived. Very, few people got to. Did you go to spring break? Oh, yeah. What was the best place for, what was the, what was the spring break house kind of like. Kind of gross, like the Playboy Mansion. Well, at spring break, we would all stay in like really nice hotels, and it was cool because the band. Oh, so you just there went to the house to just hang. The the beach house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the MTV beach house was always it was always really nice, but no one stayed there. They made that mistake the first year. Took a sack, yeah. and then almost. everyone was sleeping there and having sex, and then yeah. they yeah. broke up two weeks later. 
And they yeah. were like, the production is going to fall apart. No one's talking. This is horrible. Yeah. Right. We can't have people having sex and breaking no, up this, on our production. bunch of 24-year-olds, yeah. They were like, this is horrible. So they moved everyone into the Inn at Quag, which is a little motel on Long Island. Um, so that was really fun. But spring I think the break, beach house was in L.A., but it, there was it, one in in, 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 uh, in Yeah, uh, two uh, yeah. on Long Island in Quag. Oh, okay, got it. Um, and, then, and that's the year the New York Rangers won. And they brought the Stanley Cup to the beach house. Wow. And the beach house hosted the cup at the bottom of the pool at 2 in the morning. That sounds crazy. No I went to one spring break. Here's the kicker. I was actually married at the time. Oh, really? And so I couldn't have a lot fun. of fun. <laughs> What? Where was it? I didn't hear it this. It was in Key Arizona? West. No, it was oh, in Key West. Key you remember West. when it went to Key West? That's great. And so I went with some real worlders, and I did get to go to the MTV Music Awards, which you yeah. obviously probably went more than I did. I went like to. to I went to, once. Yeah. You went. We went once together. Yeah. That was the coolest award show to go to. It was. It absolutely at the time. was. Yeah. Can I tell you a crazy story that happened at the MTV Music Awards? Yes. So Sean and I are dating, and we're walking the red carpet, which is crazy because really, when you're a real world person, you have no reason to be there. Yeah. Like you're just you don't have any talent. You're not a VJ. Mm-hmm. You're not a musician, but you're there. But at the time, I was living in L.A., and I was a substitute teacher mm-hmm. in between auditions. And That's amazing. Right? That's what I did. And so I'm walking the red carpet, and all these kids start yelling, Rachel. And I'm thinking, I They love me. Yeah. And they're yes. like, you're our teacher. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Isn't that the best story? Oh, I love that so much. It's the best story. So, yeah, it was fun. Um, piece of history. Kennedy, piece of history here at Fox. She is the coolest. We always say that. She's the coolest girl. You are the coolest. Listen, thank you. We just feel so honored to have you here. You guys are awesome. And I'm so happy that I got to come on your podcast and enjoy the kitchen table. We appreciate you. I would love to cook a meal with you guys sometime. Oh, with your family. That would be so much fun. What do you like to cook? Everything. We like cooking. Okay. I love Mexican. Oh, I like to cook Mexican too. Oh, yeah. wine on the side. Kennedy, <laughs> thank you for being with us at the kitchen table. Fascinating conversation, which was not planned by anybody. Uh, and Rachel Salut, and Kennedy everyone. drinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> drinking <laughs> mocktails. Um, listen, if you like our podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can always find us at foxnewspodcast.com. Woo! Subscribe. Uh, you'll get a notice when we drop Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, which is pretty awesome. Uh, until next time. Rachel and Kennedy are going to finish their mocktails. Bye, everybody. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.